Welcome back to the Duck Call Room, folks. It is a lovely Thursday. And uh, look, if you're new joining us, you check us out here on our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash duckcallroom, all one word. Be sure when you're here, hit the subscribe button. And go ahead and hit that little bell. That way you'll get notifications to know when we're here. If you're listening to us on your podcast app, go ahead and jump on over to YouTube. Watch all the annex as they happen in real time. And uh, I think that's about all I've got for the intro. Sigh, what did... How was your weekend? Did you watch the Masters? No. You what? Nope. I flew to Mississippi. I'm involved with the children, the homes of hope over there, the kids. And the reason I'm involved with them, I ain't but a big kid myself. Okay. So we was uh, over there for my annual Cy Robertson skeet shoot. We had, uh, what, about 400 people? <clears throat> Four to a team, so that's 100 teams. Okay. Had a real good event. They uh, enjoyed it. Everybody enjoyed it. It was a real pretty place. The Running Creek Ranch was where we was at. So it was a real pretty place. And they had a bunch of ponds that probably had big fish in it, which we'll say something about later. But uh, but the, we had a good time. <laughs> the Homes of Hope uh, is in south Mississippi, south of Hattiesburg down there. And uh, I think they have four or five houses now. And uh, I know a couple of those houses were were made possible due to Uncle Si, <laughs> you know, spending his time and, and, and efforts with that. It is, and they do a great job. I, and we, how long have we been doing this, Si? About seven years? Seven or eight. Seven or eight yeah, years. And positive. I remember seeing some of these kids when they were this tall, and now they're— Now they're grown people. They're grown. 20 years old. Yeah, 25. Now they work in the event. Because one come up the other That's day. Right. <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. They come up and said, do you remember me? And I said, no. <laughs> he said, oh, he is, hey, he's 25 years old. COVID brain, boys. COVID you know, and brain. Like he was, you know, no, it wasn't COVID brain. It was just, hey, he was a kid when I met him. You know? So instead of these kids going through the foster system, they they get these oh. kids, and they actually go to court for them and, uh, oh. and fight for them in court, and, and they raise them in a godly atmosphere yep. uh, with a with – a, House good, mom and dad. A house mom and dad. Yep. A good, solid, yep. established yep. family. Christian and, uh, family. It's it's awesome thing. That's, it really is. So yeah. I, well, I remember when you were first starting doing those. I did a couple of them with you, and and it was it was fun. I always enjoyed it. There. No, no. I think it, when I did it to to put it into perspective, there were only they were building their second home. Yeah. Whenever I went over. Yeah. So they got four now, and they actually are fixing to build a fifth one because. <clears throat> As long as you, when they graduate high school, as long as they're working toward a degree, they can stay on campus, okay? That's what he called it, okay? Yeah. To, uh, as long as you're actually, you know, keeping your grades up and working toward a degree. Oh, that's, so, that's awesome. It's an, you know, Michael Garrett is, is the one in charge of it. He's a doctor, got a PhD, I think. Okay, he grew up in one here in Monroe. Yeah, he grew up at the yeah. one here in town. <laughs> yeah. So he knows the ins and outs, the bad and the good stuff of it, okay? And he made sure that all of his ministry over there and his campus, okay, has got all the good stuff. Yeah, He does a good job. Oh, he when does I heard that job. he was actually going to court, paying money to make sure that these kids don't go back to, you know, like a, a drug mom and dad, addicts, okay? He wouldn't let them go back in there. Yeah, because Philip had told me that was a, he's in a children's home here in Monroe, in Rustin. Yeah. 
And he said that was the bad thing, bad part of, of what he was involved in, is that they'd keep them three months and, you know, then have to turn them back over. Yeah, that's right. So, so bad deal. When, look, I, when I heard that he actually took them to court and actually won the case and kept the kids, especially when it's like, uh, you know, brothers and sisters, they wanted to separate them. You know, somebody wanted to adopt a boy or girl and wouldn't, but wouldn't take both. Yeah. They found it for crying. That's right. Out loud. And I had one one of the big donors for that thing came up to me uh, a couple of years ago and said, "Why, why this?" He said, "Why does Uncle Si choose this over, say, some other charity?" What did you? I'm curious to what you answered that. And I, I looked him straight in the eye. I said, "Because Uncle Si loves kids, oh. especially kids that are disadvantaged." Now I didn't I didn't go into anything. <laughs> That's yet. why he hangs out he, with us. Hey, he yeah. didn't go into detail points. <laughs> Yeah, as kids that that you would think would struggle in life due to their circumstances, uh, Uncle Si is a really soft, soft uh, spot in his heart for those kids. Well, I, I just look and and I was very lucky. You know, I grew up with a mom and dad and siblings. Okay, and we was dirt poor. Okay, but I mean, we had what we needed. Yeah, we had first we. God loved us, and then we loved each other, the family. So I'd always say, hey, if the war's coming in, I got a time machine, guess where it's set, what year I'm going to set? Right back to your childhood. Back back to the, when I was a kid. Ain't going to get back on that path. Hey, I used to love it when Mom would get sick of us, load us up in the Falcon, drive us 15 <laughs> miles up, drop us off at the levee and say, I'll see you at supper time. <laughs> And I, well, I can, still, I can still do that for you. Oh, no, no. I you want me to go drop you no, off no, down hey, I wouldn't mind doing it. To oh. have somebody with Stone, Stone has to go with me, though. <laughs> hey. Yeah. But, hey, I would, look, I wouldn't mind doing it at all because we'd push us a log out and ride down. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold it. There's a dead gum sandbar. we got willows on it. Let's see what's going on there. <laughs> I had to look up what a falcon was because I've heard that story a okay. hundred times. What's oh, a falcon? Yeah. It's a it's a, the coolest car I've ever oh, seen. Oh, no, it was. Yeah. Things look that's a lot I, different that's now, That's what though. I drove. <laughs> a falcon. What color was it? White. Man. Which I don't know why people want a white car. Have you lost your mind? That's the only color to have. Oh, no, it ain't. Yes, it is. It, you can tell when it's filthy, okay? And you can't tell when a black one's filthy uh, like yours? Well, hey. Of course, yours has been dirty so long it looks right. like it's two-toned, so it don't right. matter. Well, hey, there you go. <laughs> That's been a good truck, though. I guarantee you, mine, too. That sucker's paid for, which is the the that's most the beautiful part about <laughs> that's, it. Right. that's the best part about it yeah. when you get rid of your car notes on that's like getting a raise good night of living that's guaranteed well that's good i'm glad y'all raised a bunch of money y'all did good well hey i don't know how much money they raised oh yeah they they, trust they, me, they raised did. a good bit of money <laughs> yeah and not only that it's a it's a good cause it's a great cause um but they always give uncle si a little prize every time we go down there and uh, this time it was some bass fishing in a privately stocked. In one of Bill Dance deals. I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I like it's, him kind of. Yeah, it's easy to be a pro bass fisherman when you go uh -huh. into just, you know, a private pond that just loaded. Hey, now you, you speak in my language yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah, do you got a pen to it? Huh? You got the address? Hey, hey. Oh, I know where it's at. Yeah, okay. we'll go back to but that. But this is one of them things. Hey, this is invitation only. 
Oh, yeah. And you ain't getting an invitation. <laughs> Got to have an invitation. <laughs> right, right. So right. Uncle Si has to do the skeet shoot. That's that's where all the people come, the skeet sheet. Uh, <laughs> uh, what did I say? All skeet sheeters. All, all skeet, skeet boogie. <laughs> they, they were shoot skeet, and, and, that's, and that's how they raised their money. Skeet boogie. <laughs> well, hey, he got me started because then I went to Brooks and Dunn, boys. Uh, <laughs> oh, he loves the Brooks and Dunn. But anyways, uh, that, that's that skeet shoot has become a their biggest fundraiser by far, and and by the way, that's the man that come up with that. Okay. Well, all I said was he needs rednecks with guns. Yeah, and food. And yeah, and that's what they come up. <laughs> Feed with. them and let them shoot something. So anyways, uh, Cy si drives around in a golf cart taking pictures of everybody while they're shooting skeet, and raising and, money, and, I, and harassing them. You did so, you shoot? No. Hey, no, I'm just gonna harass, harass them clowns no. in our shooting. I thought That's you'd it. be the best shooter out there. No, no. I am. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. Didn't you shoot? Oh, I did shoot this time because uh, Michael Dean said, "Hey, they said, hey, I want the, the photographer to take a picture of you shooting." I said, "Okay." He said, "Oh, you don't have to shoot." I said, "Oh, if I go up, I'll shoot." So I said, "Hey, hand me that over and under. Give me some sales." So I missed one, and I knew he couldn't stand it. And he said, "Hey." I'll give you a hundo to hit, too. I said, pull, boom, boom. Give him a dollar, hundred dollars. <laughs> you hustled him? Oh, did I hustle him? <laughs> and he still owes me that hundo, Michael Garrett. Oh, tell him make it in a donation right. to Homes of Hope for Children. But, hey, I'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're if you're needing to, to get rid of some, some money for tax purposes, that is a, <laughs> that is a good that, one. That's a good okay. one to give to. Now, anyways, while Uncle Si was shooting skeet, <laughs> He's slowing down on that yeah. one. Now. <laughs> me, me and old Bullfrog, we slipped down there to that private pond <laughs> with, with, some, with some wacky rigs and put a whooping on them five, six, seven pound bass. I mean. So you caught about 40 the first day. Bass? Okay, yeah. Hmm. Okay. But five of them would have weighed 25 pounds, five pound average. Yep, she had a 25 pound yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. I told good. Stone, I said, hey, you ought to put her on the B B A S S circuit. Cause she could, she could, she could fish with him boys. Okay, and put him in the boat. Cause I got taken one. What day I went with? We caught both folks caught about five that weighed five pounds piece. Yeah, but I, look, let's take our first break, and then we'll we'll get back into more side tall tales right after this. Hey, look! If you've been listening to us for a while, you know. We're not superstar athletes. We're just regular dudes. Regular dudes. Who do regular things. That's right. And it's important to stay regular and to stay healthy to be regular. So it's important that we take supplements of the highest quality. And that's why we've been partnered with AG1. How long have we been drinking AG1, Philip? A long time. Probably about three years for us. Yeah. And unlike a lot of those other brands of supplements, yeah. AG1 conducts a bunch of testing to set the standard for purity and potency. And it's researched and developed by an in house team of scientists, uh, doctors, and nutritionists. Are you a scientist, doctor, or nutritionist? Negative. On Negative. That. So, how are we supposed to know? That's why we go with AG1 because they've got decades of experience in their field. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing at each step of the process. AG1 goes above and beyond 
industry standards. Philip, you made a pack right here. It's that easy. I, but I did. I knew I was doing the duck call room this morning, and so uh, I waited to do my AG1 here. Right there. And um, look, we never miss a day when we drink our AG1, me and my wife, Alicia, and we've loved it for a long time, and it's really helped us out. Yep. And we know we can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because they obsess over product quality, the standards of manufacturing partners, and sustainable practices. Taking care of your health shouldn't be complicated. And that's why AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one scoop or travel pack. Philip already did all that while we were doing this ad. You can AG definitely tell when you miss a day and you don't drink it. Yeah. Uh, some time goes by, you're craving to go back and drink your AG1. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes vitamin C. Mm. Can't get enough vitamin C and zinc. To support my immune health, look, it all started back when Superman himself, Christian Huff, started yep. drinking AG1, mm -hmm. got us all on it. We're not Superman, and I'm not going to be able to lift the weights he lifts, but I'm going to be able to feel great every single day <laughs> by drinking AG1. And you're going to have better gut health. Better, yeah, that's important for me. Look, we've been partnering with AG1 for so long because they make such a high-quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash duck. That's drinkag1.com slash duck. Check it out. Rucker, do you know what makes the best neighbors? What makes the best neighbors? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Quiet ones. A good fence. You know what's better than building a fence out of dead wood? Ooh, live wood. There you go. Live building wood. it Trees. out of live wood. Yeah. Yes. And you can do that with our friends at Fast Growing Trees. If you want shrubs to protect you from your neighbors, I say protect, but, you know, kind of shelter you mm -hmm. in place, do a little thing. You want shrubs, you want trees, you want bushes, you want grass. They got you. Whatever you want, they got you. And that's what's cool because, like, I planted the persimmon trees. I planted, I got one for each of the boys. I like a way to give back to wildlife, all the wildlife, come eat the persimmons when they're ready in a few years, all the things. It's our way of giving back. You know, and and it's really cool. And not to mention, I don't know if you 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 married now. Yep. At some point, your wife's gonna say we need new bushes. Mm -hmm. We need new plants. Look, you know how expensive that is. Oh. It's a heck of a lot cheaper if you go to fastgrowingtrees.com though, because they can help you out. You can type in you're in Louisiana. They can tell you what grows here, what doesn't grow here. So if you're like, man, that's really cool, but it don't grow here, don't waste your money. All right. You know what I'm oh, saying? That's useful. So there you go. Look, they have everything you could possibly want like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. So they got like, you can grow lemons on your front porch. You can grow them in the kitchen. You can grow avocados, olives, figs. Whatever you want. You can just go shopping right there. You know, you can go. I say, hey, we ain't got to go to the grocery store. Just go pick you a Meyer lemon right off the tree right there. You're good to go. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. You don't have to drive around the nursery. Save yourself time. Save yourself some money. And their in-house experts are always ready 24-7 to help you out. And look, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. 
And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DUCK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DUCK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com code DUCK. Offers valid for a limited time. Tell them we sent you. That's it. I found the scoreboard. You are not the best shooter there. No chance. For you, the, you got the scoreboard. The results? Uh-huh. Some dude named Clint would whoop you in a skeet shooting competition. What'd he shoot? Hey. 98. Out of 100. Hey. Mm, yeah. You know why? It's out of 100. <laughs> it was out of 100. One man hit a 98. Whoa. That's pretty good. Best I've ever done is a 92. There was about 10 people that beat a 92. Yeah. Oh, that's when people do it all the time. Mm-hmm. They're professional. Uh, so they got the scores posted. But they're oh, the yeah. ones. You're not listen. on there. I know it. I didn't shoot. My favorite is some hey, guy. I shoot, with, I shoot at live stuff, son. Some guy named Chad <laughs> hit seven of them. Seven. Chad, time, Out to, find of a a new, find, time to find a new hobby. Mm. <laughs> if you're listening, Chad, go fishing. <laughs> so you found the results from the skeet shoot? Where, yeah. did, where did Cy rank? Cy didn't shoot. I'm not in. Didn't I didn't shoot. shoot. I only shoot live stuff, boys. Some guy named Squints. And Squints. Does, Squints doesn't even have a last name. Hey, shot eighty six, and I, I like eight. that guy. Well, he's squinting. That's why I can't hit nothing. <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> hit eighty six of them. Oh. So if I have, if I do shoot it, I'm gonna hit a hundred percent. Okay, it would be one hundo. I'll put one hundo on that. I, being I, I'll incorrect. take your money. I'll take your money. <laughs> Guarantee. I'll, I'll hustle you. Yeah, y'all, y'all weren't joking, man. There's a they, y'all had a ton of people out there shooting. Oh, oh it was a lot of people. Hey, this yeah. scoreboard goes on for and look, days. What got me is they're from everywhere. Mm-hmm. All yeah. over. Uh, oh yeah, Texas always sends quite a few people. What do they win? Huh? If they win the ski. Oh no, shoot. no, they, then that's the thing. They've got some good prizes over and under shotguns. Uh, the uh, six point five Creedmoor rifles. Yeah. Do you put on it's, a concert for them? Huh? No. Oh, I was just no, I'm out of that. He's out of the concert. Yeah, I'm out of He's that. Out of singing, singing hey, business. The band has been disbanded. So you didn't watch any of the masters? No. So you don't know what happened? No. Dang. That's I don't know about a couple of people on it. Or maybe <laughs> just how better I make that one. Oh, that's unfortunate. But watch it. Okay. He didn't yeah. win. But well, they, hey, well, pick. the first Japanese golfer won the Masters, which is pretty cool. That's a that's well, a hey, cool thing. Yeah, that that boy Hideki is that gonna have him a, some statues. It's a, yeah, it's a worldwide event. I mean, yo, golf yep. is worldwide. Yeah, and he went out there and strapped a whole bunch. He tried to make it interesting there at the end by screwing up, but he made the best bogey I've ever seen in golf. So that was that was pretty incredible that he made a six from there. I so, was rooting for that kid that looked like Happy Gilmore's caddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Zalatoris. <laughs> Look, he looked like he hung his head out the window the whole way to the golf course mm-hmm. and then got there and started playing. Yeah, I, I struggled watching it because for some reason I couldn't ever call him Will. His name is Will Zalatoris, but he, he looks like a Richie to me. Like, <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know, but if your last name's going to be Zalatoris, you need a first name to match it. And Will ain't it. Will is not the deal. Yeah, if his name is Zalatorius, you need something like Zorro Zalatorius. Oh, a double Z. <laughs> no, no, okay. hey. Yeah, right. If you're going to have one, let's have one, boy. So maybe yeah. if he's, when Zorro. he makes a big putt, he ought to just start doing the yeah. Z. Oh, yeah. Was that this Chi-Chi? Is, Chi? is that what we discussed? But that was that the was? sword fight. Hey, but this is well, just hey, a no, Z. Well, hey, no, no. If, if he wanted he should just have a real sword on it and, hey, just, just take the top of the flag off. Don't even bother <laughs> pulling it out of Speaking of real <laughs> swords. <laughs> Oh, uh, what uh, about that sword uh, you got sitting uh, there in front of Tell me about of your knife, Sal. Hey, that was a gift. 
I, I got over there, and uh, there's only been three of them given out. Waylon, Willie, and me. Hmm. Okay. That could be a country that, song. Hey, that's Waylon Jennings, okay? It ain't Willie Robertson. It's Willie, <laughs> Willie Nelson, okay, and then me. Uncle Fire, they even got my name on it. I'm going to cut you with that later, too. Well, well tell him what's so special about it. Uh, if you're look, watching, that, I'm trying to make it where they can see it. That's a Jim Bowie knife, okay? The real deal? The real deal. Oh, Jim. And the wood on this and the handle, okay, came from Jim Bowie's house in Lafouche, Louisiana, in the 1827 to 1831. Wow. So I did a book report on Jim Bowie one time. He from Louisiana? He died in Louisiana. Oh. Hey, he's got a home in Louisiana. Used to. I don't think uh, he's he there anymore. Well, he, ain't, he ain't here no more. But he did have a home, and that's a picture of him. Okay, and it tells you about it. Okay, all about it. He owned a home in uh, a plantation place in Lafouche, Louisiana. Oh no, he so, died at the Alamo. So hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but hey, like we had the little deal before. Now that is a knife, boys. No, that's a real one there. Yeah, that's, that's a real one there. Yeah. Hey. Please Just run your finger. No, run your finger. No, thank yeah. you. I trust yeah. you. Hey, trust me when I tell you that thing sharper as a razor. Got right. it, boy. So Jim right. Bowie spent most of his life in Louisiana, but he was born in Kentucky and he died in the Alamo. Right. Hey, remember the Alamo? Right. That's quite that's a it. that's quite a story there. Hey, and that knife he had has killed a lot of people. Okay, trust me, boys. Hey, Jim your Bowie hands. Was, hey, Jim Bowie was a knife man. Okay. Imagine how fast he skinned a deer. Oh, what are you talking about? Hey. What's up? Oh, like you that? could actually kill him if you learn to throw it. What? Uh, you probably don't have to throw it to kill somebody. Well, no, I, no I'm talking about deer. Oh. You could probably you just, have to throw it at a deer. Well, okay. you could probably just drop it on top of him you got up in a tree. Well, hey, now, if you slick enough to do that, yeah. that, that won't work because it's got enough weight. It, you know. I know how one you, thing, uh, Martin. I figured out real fast, uh, if you ever want to be a fishing guide, uh, you need to rethink that. I never wanted to be that. I'm sitting in the middle. Of, imagine this: they got they got rat, wacky rigs. Him and Bullfrog. Bullfrog's 13. She's on the front of the boat. Size in the back of the boat, sitting in the chair. I'm in the middle. Yeah. So and there's moss in this pond. Okay. And, Especially and if you throw it in the shallow, real shallow water. Yeah. So I told him, I said, "Look, y'all try to land it just on the edge of that moss because them fish are up on the beds." And uh, if you can imagine. Sitting in between them two. Uh, you saying they weren't pinpoint accurate? They were not pinpoint. Oh, no. They got better towards the end. But uh, I spent all evening picking moss off of hooks, retying hooks, <laughs> putting them little rings around them. Uh, oh, O-rings. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, he's really worms. good. He is really good, okay, with young children and old men. That's it. He's a good deckhand. Which oh, one are you? you? Hey. Hey, both. Yeah. So I, I, told, I, told, myself, right, I told myself, right? I told myself, right? He just right struggles there. with his peers, huh? Yeah. 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 Oh, I have trouble with my peers. Now. If you want to no be a, a, a fishing guide, rethink that real quick. Uh, oh, I couldn't do it. But uh, I will say I this I had I had a blast watching them oh, catch them fish in between picking moss off of it, <laughs> taking fish right. off of hooks. It was. Hey, that's why I was, you know, for me, came to be able to catch Stone will see the lion jumping in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I laugh. Well, big there. bucket mouths come out of yeah, water like yeah. that. Tail walking on his head. Yeah. And Stone will say, yeah, hey, play him, play him. 
you know, I ain't got, I ain't got. Pop. You know, that picture. No, 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 no. How no. many did you break off? Uh, no, I didn't break off none. I, I missed. I missed about five. Oh, I got you. Over oh, the first few, uh, he he was reeling down yeah. like a like a Texas slackliner. Oh no, 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 I was you know. Wop. No, 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 no. I told him. I'm I, just gonna say, BK <laughs> definitely got the bigger fish. <laughs> Oh yeah, golly! No, no, I told him that's gonna be the best one. Okay, when he took it. Sai, yeah. did you no. catch that, or is that what you're no. using for bait? No, no, yeah. I'm serious. That was one I threw that's out there. That's a little fella. Yeah, I threw out there and it was pumped and it got tight and I, I just raised up on it and started reeling. Well, he's coming to the water and reeling a bit. BK was same way. She done like that and told me done that and then it was one. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, uh-huh. I got the bad end of this stick, boy. So you yeah. caught the male and she caught the female. Yeah, 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 she, caught, what, yeah she caught the big big mama. Yeah, yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, what a good picture that turned right. out to be. But, hey, don't, you know, you don't want to bet her no money. You know, Why she, not? She'll take your money. Take your okay? money? Oh, yeah. yeah. What'd you lose yeah. to her? All right, Hondo. Well, good thing you're owed a Hondo. Well, do, you, hey. do you play for less than a Hondo these days? Uh, no. Nah. No, life's too short, that's, ain't it? Yeah, life's too short. Get it up. That out is of the a good picture. Look at her. That's the only time you're gonna see her smile. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. She not a big smile. Yeah, she ain't a big smiler. No. Uh, I wonder I, where she gets. I that deer hunt with her, and it's it's <laughs> and then just click, puts it back on site, sets it down, and then goes one of these deals here. You know, tell me, you gonna shoot that one? <laughs> 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 Stone yeah. cold. I, I'm serious, just stone cold. I told, I told Stone, I said, you ain't have to worry about her. Yeah. I said, if they ever get out of line, she'll pop a cap on them boys. <laughs> yeah. oh, Lord, have mercy. Well, let's take another break. We'll be right back after this. That is a good that's picture. That's a good picture. That's a good I'm picture. I'm going to get that one blown yeah. up. Put on yeah. the that's, that's a good one. You're right, though. She only smiles when she's got a – oh, she, you know what she told me the other day? When she's winning. And uh, her mama wanted to take a picture with her on Easter Sunday, and she said, I don't take pictures. Oh. She, no, she said, I don't take pictures unless they're with animals. That's right. With fish or animals. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Right. Fish or now, deer. Yeah, I remember something Nan said something about you got to uh, – you gotta, uh, I want you to put on that pretty dress so I can take a picture or something. BK said, no. Ain't happening. No, it ain't no. gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Well, they had that daddy daughter dance, and she. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> it was the the daughter daddy dancing. Yeah. You know, talking about uh, Nancy said, "Hey, you got to you got to wear a uh, dress." She's nah, ain't happened. No, she said, "I won't go to that." <laughs> and her, and her mama said, "Oh, are you going?" And she said. I don't think so. <laughs> she, oh, I don't believe that course, to be correct. Of course, I had to chastise her for oh, being yeah. disrespectful to yeah. her mother, yeah. of course. And then but, you took her shopping at Academy or something yeah. Yeah. instead and, of going to the dance. And then I had to explain to her mother, this is not her cup of tea. So if she don't want to do it, you know, don't make her. I mean, don't make her all, the, all Mama wanted was the picture. Yeah. So I I talked her into putting the dress on to take the picture. <laughs> Please tell me y'all went fishing afterwards. And, no, well she oh, no, might no. have, but I took <laughs> she I, might have. I took the other did. two. I took the other two to the daddy daughter dance, and oh, she, she, she stayed home. Like the kids at yeah. Stone made. So, That's a oh, well, <laughs> hey, they're there's they're a bone to be chewed. <laughs> I like the fact that, I like the fact that your middle one just said no. No daddy daughter. Them middle ones is always different though. Every oh, every middle child I've ever run across. Look at Willie. 
<laughs> Look at Jace. Both of them stuck right there in the middle. Yeah. The, all them middle ones is, is. He's a middle child. Eh, I don't think so. No, he's younger. I don't no, think he's so. a baby. The he's baby. the baby boy. That's right, the baby That's boy. Yeah. I'm the baby boy. Of course you are. Well, of course <laughs> I am, course too. Are, so. <laughs> where are we all? Stone, at? where are you at? I, I was the firstborn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Respon- <laughs> responsible. It all makes sense. The responsible yeah, one. So I was, yep. um, well, I wasn't too responsible, but I, I was. <laughs> I definitely got the, got the wrong end of the stick, as they say, on multiple occasions. I, I, I was the guinea pig, I guess. And that's what I told my oldest daughter. I said, look, I'm sorry, but you're the guinea pig. You're the first one I had. So, you're, the, you're the test. <laughs> you're the, you're the, you're the starter child. I said, yeah. and I'm going to screw up. We all screw up. But, hey, <laughs> you know, I learned my lesson. Yeah. Just remember that when you go to raise one. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's why I always said there's two things everybody sucks at. I mean, a, marriage. <laughs> B, a parent. Yep. Because you've never been either. That's it. There's, there's, there's no... No case where you've been either the first time. And in both really? cases, you will learn the hard way. Oh, buddy. Guaranteed. Yeah. Even if it involves going to sit with somebody that knows a whole lot about it. That's it. <laughs> Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Counselors, everything else. Now, you, know, I, you know, don't be prideful and think that you don't need to talk to somebody. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. You all, and that's especially it. in marriage, there's a lot of times you need a third party. Mm-hmm. You need somebody that's unbiased to tell which one of you is wrong. That or you know? either just learn to say the magic words. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I'm ma'am. sorry it yes, won't ma'am. happen again. Yes, ma'am. I won't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so I heard a story the other day. Talk, you know how compassionate these Robertsons are. Oh, ain't they? And uh, of course, I'm married to one, and it's it's com- compassionate is I would say the now they they do have compassionate tendencies <laughs> for those people who are not in the family. <laughs> now, if you're in a friend or family, I'd put you in the same category. Uh, the term compassionate need not apply. Nope. To siblings, cousins, friends. So, in other words, now, if I was got sick and and I got sick, really bad sick, the last time I got sick, I thought I was going to die. Um, my wife looked at me. She said, "You going to get out of that bed, or you just going to lay there all day? <laughs> How long are you going to milk this thing?" <laughs> and I said, "I said, well, I don't feel good." She said, "Well, suck it up. You need to go to work." <laughs> That's just the Robertson way. That's just how it is. Yeah. See, I'm the oddball in the family on that part. I'm very, I'm very compassionate. Well, you are, but still, if Phil Phil gets sick, you ain't gonna call him. Uh, uh. Now I would go down to his house and see him. Oh, you would. Okay, yeah, but see, I'm telling you, I'm the oddball in the family. And by see him, he means he'd go down to his house and take a nap on his couch. That's right. Instead of his Uh. own. (laughs) It's been a while. That that blue couch misses you. Well, no, no luck, hey, you know. That thing had a firm imprint of your body in it. Hey, that was a comfortable couch. <laughs> so, so, hey, that would tickle me when I found out Willie was going to fire me. That mm. part, I just, I never, you know, that was funny to me. Mm. <laughs> that have been. It really was, okay, because, hey, Phil just told him, hey, no, so don't mess with, don't so, mess with say, Cy, Cy, the reason I brought that up was uh, that, that story Al told me the other day. Is when Phil came into the room when all y'all were playing dominoes, your dad, your mom, yeah. your cousins, yeah. 
Phil came in there with the first duck call we ever built. Al said, this is how it went down. He, a young Phil Robertson walks into the room with his daddy playing dominoes. He put that duck call in front of his daddy's face. He said, Dad, I'm going to make a million dollars selling this duck call. And Paul looked at him and said, give me 10. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you come from a, a, a father crushing a son, okay? That's why I was. He, just, you know, Phil said, "Hey, one day I will sell one million dollars." That Paul said, ten. <laughs> he You're, just kept playing the game. Hey, and hey, not that none of them. They all kind of looked up when he walked in and said, "Hey, you know, that's the first one off the assembly line, boys." <clears throat> and he said, "And hey, before it's through." I'm going to sell one million of these. Well, they just went back to playing dominoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little did they know. Uh, yeah. 30 years later, he sold a million. Of them. <laughs> right, <he> sold, <laughs> and 30 year. years later, he sold one million of these bad boys. Yeah. And then in the 40th year, he sold a million in a year. So, you Ooh. know, look at it that way. And here we are. We're, now we get to talk to everybody all because of that. Right there. No, no. That's right. And then that's why I tell them, and then you want to tell me that you can't see that there is a supreme being that runs this world. Because it all started right there. Hey. And I, I was the most important part of this. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm serious. He yeah, was, hey, because he was, you're hey, a crazy old no, man who makes no, great TV. No, no, because, <laughs> hey, this crazy old man makes the reads, and without reads, this it thing don't make no don't noise. Work, boys. Yeah. Hey, so, but, hey, intricate part, J.D. Well, you're a pretty good part of the marketing campaign, right. well, too. Well, hey, that is. <laughs> like I told Willie, I said, little did you know, Willie, oh. you was looking at a diamond in the rough. Yeah. If wow. he would have okay. fired you, we would all be doing something totally different oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. with our entire yeah. lives. Something and I'd probably be homeless. <laughs> okay. but something, tells no, me, something tells me John David would still be wearing a hideous shirt. Oh, well, so. That's up to my sponsors. That's a terrible camouflage <laughs> Okay. Uh, you gonna have to talk to my brother in law about uh, this one. He made the he was proud of this shirt. Right. He said, Will you wear it? I said, I'll wear anything. I'm not fashionable. I'm I trying to figure out what you'd hide from in that maybe would you hide from an Easter egg? <laughs> I think I think this is more about people seeing you than it is oh. about hiding. Oh, so that that's anti camouflage. Hey, J D could become an Easter egg. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How's that? Stuffed with peanut butter. What? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Stuff a peanut butter, boys. Hey, and marshmallow. <laughs> and Get him on that flank. You'll see. Look. <laughs> hey, fix the taps. He fixed the taps and back, boys. Oh, that's one of my favorite things ever. Uh, I'll be okay. over here for the Okay, duration. he'll be over for the duration, boys. Well, I get you on that flank. That sure right. makes that's me right. laugh. It hurts. Golly. The Pillberry no boy. So I've noticed no that, though, about old people. They don't realize when they think they're playing with mm -hmm. you. My papa used to slap me on the back when he'd hug me, and it just straight hurt. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. right in the flank. Or when they ask you, let me show you how a horse eats an apple <laughs> and get you on top of that kneecap. <laughs> or when they ask you, how does a turkey peek over a log? Right. I haven't Man. heard that one. What's hey. that? Yeah. yeah. Horse bite. Show him. <laughs> show him, sir. You he, don't know how. He, he done got jumpy, boys. I was born he done jumpy. got jumpy. No, just stay right there. Si's going to show you how turkey peeks right. over a log. 
<laughs> see? Look, you see that? You went just like that. You, right. you raised up the big old one. I didn't know you didn't know that one, Sean. Yeah, look. yeah I've look. never heard that one before. You want me to show you? <laughs> just right. Hey. Don't touch Stone. He'll whoop you. Hey, he's yeah. just looking for a reason to jump on you anyway. Hey, no, Stone, <laughs> Stone gave us a full class the other day on self-defense, on which I ended up on the floor very quickly, about four or five times. I got videos of it. It was funny. Yeah. No, no, hey, he's already, I've seen him with Stone out there. I went over, he's cooking something for us. You know, and while we're waiting, you know, the meat's on, it's cooking and smoking and all that. And he said, all right, Sage, come up here. All right, here's the move. Picked on the baby? Uh, she, picked on the baby? Uh, no. The baby picked on me. Oh. Hey, the, baby, <laughs> the baby done put him down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at something I, I, I looked, I said, Stone, you may not want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful with the little kids because they'll, they'll, have, they'll have their cousins in a guillotine. Yeah, get, yeah they'll, they'll hurt somebody around here. Yeah. Ah, that's fantastic. But, uh, you know, a little self-defense is, is a good thing to teach never, kids. It never hurt right. anybody. No. Unless you're <laughs> unless, not the self. <laughs> <laughs> if that if self-defense hurt somebody, it was on purpose. Yeah, that's exactly right. right. Well, let's take one more break. We'll come back right after this. So, Phil so, goes to the dentist without so medicine. Tell, no, hey, no, no medicine, no, no medicine. numbing no. agents None. whatsoever. None. Can I say something? Phil Robertson's way tougher than Oliver B. Well, no, and no, I no, think no. we all knew that. No. Him well, and him his, and his Paul. Famous, his famous line was, "I can do, I can stand anything for five minutes." Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Ooh. Mm-mm. So I tell him, tell him what your uh, your y'all's dad did with the with the pliers that day. Hey, he's done so. <laughs> he's, <laughs> no, he's done so much for flowers. Yo, hey, oh, the, they, were, they were playing dominoes, and, and he asked your mom for some pliers. Remember? I don't even remember what he pulled out, but hey, he, you know, I think a t- uh, oh, hey, a wisdom tooth. I think he put yeah. his own wisdom tooth no, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bothering him. It was aching, so he just said, uh, you know, he said, uh, you got any pliers? And mom says, yeah, I think something's in there on, you know, whatever, you know. You know, he went in there and talking about that. And the next day he hears, he come in there with it, just blood all over it, you know, talking about, you know. I don't he, think that's safe. He pulled his own tooth with a pair of pliers. Nope. Mm-mm. Oh, no, it's, he, he's done stuff worse than that, you know. I don't know if it gets any worse Oh, than no, that. it gets worse, trust me. Huh? Okay, and I can't tell this on the podcast. This is a family podcast, right? <laughs> Oh, boy. No, no, I'm serious, okay? He's, you know. We'll edit it out because I well, kind of want to hear the well, story. Well, no, no, because, hey, look. Yeah, I want to know where it'll <laughs> you know, take us. Go he on. fell off of an oil derrick and broke his back, okay? And they had just, you know, numbed him, shot him up and stuff, and he was about half asleep, you know, and the guys come walking in. He said, uh. What are y'all building? You know, he thought there was carpenters. They said, no, we're the surgery team that's going to work on you. You know, he said they had saws and hammers and stuff. You know, come walk it out. Thank God for modern medicine. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I go to the same dentist as Phil, and (laughs) and I asked the dentist, I said, is it true that Phil doesn't take any painkillings whatsoever? He said, that's 100% true. He said, I drilled him out the other day. Oh, no. Nope. No, no, you think no, about no. that, okay? Because, nope. hey, look. Uh-uh. 
No. I'm bad and work on me, and I mean I'm numb, okay. Yeah. And it got it still it, hurts. No, no, yeah, it got hot. Uh huh. Oh yeah. The worst part is hearing it. Yeah. That's the worst thing about a dentist is hearing it. You hear that when you hear that high pitched <laughs> drill, <laughs> but when you hear it change gears, yeah. And you're like, uh uh-uh, uh uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Me too. That's why I don't go. My teeth are all yeah. jacked up, so like me too. A bunch of mine are fake, and they uh. You can smell it sometimes when they're burning stuff off. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the oh, yeah. worst. Yeah. No. Yo, he Why just, are we talking about this? He just sits this? there. <laughs> yeah. No. And hey, just takes put, it. Hey, put me out or either numb me totally. And look, if something happens during duck season, he he will not go to the doctor or dentist. Oh, I'm very aware. <laughs> I remember probably my second duck season down there. We had big gumbo. From some Cajun. No. I ain't going to name her name. Coot. I don't want to embarrass yep. nobody. Coot gumbo. And, and we all ate it. And not every we, one not of we, us. No, not all we, because I, I ain't no gumbo man. Most of us ate it. <laughs> and, but every one of us that ate it got sick as a dog. Yeah. Something done turned in it. I don't know if it was oysters or the yeah. shrimp. or. But anyway, we all got sick. Well, we all get on the mend. We's out for about 24 hours. But I guess Phil must have hit it again because the next day we went hunting. Phil said, you know, I think I'm finally starting to feel better. And he just, you look at him and he's white as a sheet. And as soon as he gets that out of his mouth, he turns around, throws up out of the duck blind and says, yep, I'm better now. So, I mean, the man just goes hunting with food poisoning or whatever got us. We done got some kind of, in his words, microbe. Microbe. And, uh, <laughs> microbe got me, boy. <laughs> microbe. Yeah, the microbe. And he did, but he looked up. We just running fever, chills, all that mess. He said, yeah, I, I think I'm starting to feel better. Blah. Yep, that's it. I'm good now. No, He's not going to miss any duck hunting. It's unbelievable. For nothing. Oh, I didn't get out of bed for a day. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what he, day he missed it, and we went up on Cypress Creek, and he he could hear us shooting, and it like killed him. Well, he did the same thing when when yeah. we when we had the veterans hunt. He couldn't go. <laughs> he sat on the front porch. Kay told me this later. He sat on the front porch, and she said, "Phil, what are you doing?" He said, "I'm listening for gunfire." <laughs> he just wanted no. to know what he was no, missing. That's it. No, no. That's all yeah. it was to it. He had to know. I don't remember what made it, because, like, he was sick as a dog. Well, that was like Al. Al's appendix erupted. You know, blew up inside him. <laughs> yeah, but Al didn't stay there on his own accord. Well, I know, but he stayed there. Well, you well, hunted through a heart attack. Well, don't be talking right. about nobody doing stupid things. Yeah, Al's appendix blew up. We were on yeah. that bench on the pipeline, yeah, and Jeff was there for some reason. And Je- it was Jeff about was nine there o'clock. for some yeah. reason. And uh, he said, Dad, I think Al, something's wrong with Al. And Al's just writhing in pain. <laughs> and Phil's like, and Jeff said, Dad, we need to take Al to, to the hospital. And Phil said, what time is it? And, uh, <laughs> and, oh, that Mallard's and, gonna be here about fifteen. Jeff said it's nine o'clock. That Phil said, "Well, well we, we need to give them to at least 11 Yeah, <laughs> hey, prime time. No, we ain't going nowhere. Yeah, yeah, just, we need to give it them. Turns to out them. that appendix had done developed some uh, it, some kind of shell, protective shell on the outside of it, which the only reason he didn't die was and, because uh, of that. Was yeah. because of that. Yeah. And, uh, That's from all that lead shot he ate all in the year. Oh, well, no, <laughs> hey, you talking about that, Uncle Marvin Hobbs? Okay, he literally went to the hospital dying. They done called the family in, notified all the kin folks and everything. He's on de- deathbed. Yeah, 
They x-ray. They done tried everything, so they x-ray him, and they look, and here's this big black ball that shows up on the x-ray. You know, one end, and they cut it out of his, uh, it wasn't his, I don't know, it wasn't his appendix. Spleen? Huh? Probably a spleen. May have huh? been a spleen, but yeah. anyway, hey, 100 and like 130 pellets. Lead, lead six, pellets. Yeah, <laughs> sixes, fours, twos. He had done eight so much, okay, he was dying from lead poisoning. Look, after he got over that, he looked like like he was about 65. He looked like he was 35. After you know, he, he got lived, over the lead poisoning? Oh, yeah. This is Uncle Marvin? That, yeah, Marvin Hobbs. He, he had done eight so much lead, like squirrels, ducks, all that. And, hey, they counted like 130 pellets out. Man, that boy. You know, the doctor had it on, had it on a, in a kind of a bucket. Uh, Uncle Marv <laughs> need to slow down when <laughs> he eat. Yeah, take your time. No, and when he's cleaning animals. <laughs> no, 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 here, you got to believe. I got to tell it on him, okay? But anyway. Go ahead. Him and, him and Uncle I film, okay? That's the mean one. Yeah, he, they right. went. They went together. <clears throat> saved up in the minute. They He's went the one together. That, that back you up in the hornets. Yo, hey, wildcat, all all day. They they drilled, hit drilled, yo, and hey, blew top of the deck out. So they're instant millionaires. These are just country boys. Okay, they don't know what to do with it. Yo, but anyway, he finally he finally. That yeah. sounds familiar. Well, no, no. <laughs> go ahead. But anyway, no. <laughs> Uncle Marvin's <laughs> on his deathbed for real, okay? And he tells his daughter, Sally, don't come in here, darling. You know, he said, uh, help me walk me out to the yard. I want to show you something. So she walks him out to the yard, and he said, right here. He said, after I die, he said, wait a while, and then, you know, come out here and dig this up. You know, so, look, <laughs> she had forgot about it. It's been two years. He's dead. You know, he's gone. She had forgot about it. They had a family reunion, and she said, oh, good grief, I forgot. And I, all the kids said, what, what do you mean you forgot? You know, all the brothers and sisters. And they said, Dad took me out in the yard and showed me a spot, and he said, after I'm gone, go ahead and dig it up. <clears throat> so, hey, they go out there and dig it up, and it's about 10 mason jars full of money. You know, well, next thing, hey, here comes a backhoe, and they dig. <laughs> dig the whole yard up? Hey, they dig the whole property up. Hey, back there was just yo. Well, they laughed about it. And said, "Well, that's only that was the only spot he had money." Yo, he said because Max said because hey, we dug the whole property up. He said, "Yo, oh, that's a good thing Jace didn't roll up there." <laughs> oh boy, Jace would have been on his hands. He'd have been out. He'd have been out there with his spade. Oh, the oh no, no, no. Tink, tink, tink. Okay, let's see what's up here. So Uncle Marv or Uncle FM had the money. No, Uncle Uncle Marvin. I need to All learn right. more about Marv. Yeah. Marvin. Big Marv. Survive lead poisoning, money. Lead eater. Oh, I, I, I got a good one for this you. This man never worked a day in his life. He, <laughs> you know, he did. It was trapping. He run a trap line. That's about all he ever done. He's a hustler. Hold on. <laughs> he, I, you, know, that, you know, Irene, I know why she was mean now. Because uh, Uncle, Uncle Marv was her husband. Yeah. So she had to do all the work. That's why she was mean. Yeah. And so, hey, you you set your feet onto her table, she's fixed to cut you with her toes. What? Point blank. <laughs> she's going to reach down there and she ain't wearing no shoes. And she'll grab you with that big toe in the next one and piece <laughs> the blood out of you. <laughs> and okay, Hey, no, no. The Hobbs and Hale had a mean streak with them boys. Uh, 
I got way more questions than answers. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> we can maybe we can answer them right after this. What, break. Is that, what does that mean? I cut you. Hey, that means toes. Huh? Hey. Interesting. We'll be right back for the last second. I don't know how many times I filmed back those kids in them in, in, in Boston. Thank you, sir. You know, and hey, I ain't talking. This was in the day when we was little. And hey, these suckers were like this. And hey, it ain't another one. You couldn't fit another purple tail on it. But I know a place that still gets like that during the summer. Can I take you down there and we do it for old times' sake? No. Can no. I just back you into? I ain't missing old times. Okay. Uh, Making a YouTube. You said video. you want to go back to your childhood. No, no, because that's that. You remind me of that place we went up there and filmed, and you chased me with that dead rattlesnake. Uh oh. <laughs> Look and uh. I only did that because I knew you didn't have a gun. Oh no, no, no! Because <laughs> hey, if I'd have had one, I'd have shot you. I know. But anyway, what I liked about that when we was out there in the boat and the thing, we look up in a dead tree out there in the middle of the thing. And look, honey was just running out of this stupid tree down to the to the water. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. that. So I Full got, of bees. I got a question. Oh, no. Hey. Full of bees. I got a question. You probably would know the answer, Martin. Uh-oh. Since you run, run with these uh, professional bass fishermen, if, if a professional bass fisherman wore that shirt he's wearing right now. I would automatically assume he's getting paid a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Go to honeyholeshop.com to get yours. Yeah, I, I was sitting there thinking, is him wearing that, Johnny D wearing that shirt, is that helping or hurting? Oh, I business? see why he's doing this. This is advertisement, boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always yeah. wear that, the brand, man. Hey, family. He's wearing the brand, yeah. boys. The family brand. Family that's, that's family business. Yeah, that's the honey hole. Let me assure you something. Nepotism is still very much real over at the Honey Hole. Oh, what are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about, Jack? That is a terrible <laughs> shirt. <laughs> terrible. Now, I've always wondered. I've heard people call, you know, golfers athletes. Uh-oh. Professional fishermen athletes. Mm. What's the definition of an athlete? Uh-oh. Plays we went through this a little, a little bit last week. Si, would you call a, Si said a bull rider's not an athlete. No. I would beg to differ on a bull rider. No. Hey, a bull rider is a crazy man. Okay? <laughs> Ain't no athlete involved in that. What about a race car driver? Yeah, huh? NASCAR. NASCAR driver. That ain't no sport either. Okay? I can't do Now, it. he could be an, an endurance athlete. Who? I would say back in the day, you probably had that argument. Today's NASCAR drivers are, I mean, they're. They're comfortable. They're physical. They look to be in good shape. Like, yeah, and I mean, even even golfers. I remember when I was growing up, there were a lot of fat golfers. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, golfers now are like so other sport washouts. I mean, that's kind of like, <laughs> oh boy. Well, I mean, there's several of them. So they can't tried. cut it. They can't cut it in any other sport. Well, they can't get to that level. Okay, in so the that other level. sport. Yeah. I mean, like well, Dustin, now, hey. Dustin Johnson can flat-footed dunk a basketball. I mean. Mm. And he can also hit a golf ball 360s. I, I would say Dustin Johnson is an athlete. Well, I, I'm yep. amazed. But okay. all golfers are athletic because it takes hand-eye coordination yeah. to do it. But that so, doesn't mean that they're all an athlete. So like, hand-eye coordination is part of being an athlete. Well, yeah. Right, J.D., what is, what is the definition of athlete? By One moment, Webster, please. By Webster. By Mr. By Webster? Webster. Yeah. Okay, but or here's Marion. what I will say for those that play all this, do all this stuff. Especially golf, mm -hmm. 
I am amazed at what they can do with a, a iron or a wood. Oh, 100%. <laughs> okay. Uh, to a little white ball. Yep. You know, it's ridiculous what they can do with it. So, okay. unpopular you opinion. Baseball was better with steroids. Do you agree with that? Agreed. Uh, no. It was, and I wish I could prove this because me and Jason Robertson has had this uh, stupid argument forever. I would give Jason Robertson, he could use all the drugs he wants on his team. Okay. I mean, all of them. Team of what? Baseball. Baseball, Baseball team. Oh, I will take 10 people or nine people that love to play the game. And, they and I will whoop, their I will whoop his drug-induced team every time we play. What, so what if his drug-induced team is like Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa? Look, drugs didn't make Mark and McGuire and Sammy Sosa knock him home runs. Sure they had the to. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> They I, had I got to, a Wheaties box with Mark McGuire's hey, face They on. had to have the natural ability to put that bat on that ball. That's an okay. argument for steroids. No, they ain't arguing for steroids. steroids make you, steroids. Hey, steroids make you feel like you're 10-foot fall, but, hey, you're still 5'11 or whatever you are. You're still the itty-bitty man, okay? Mark McGuire was not itty-bitty. But your hands move way faster. Right. Yeah. Now here's the deal. Way hey, yeah. <laughs> no, no, and I, the ball flies hey, way hey, far. No, no, I put it this way, okay? When they could luck out and put the bat on the ball, a guy that worked out with weights would hit it further than someone like me. You don't say, okay? Because it would just say hey, that's just uh, physics, okay? But when you saying okay, drugs makes me better, you talking about a drug dealer's? Uh, uh, you talking about a promotional thing? <laughs> Okay, this is a promotional guy that finally just hit the home run himself. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll shoot him full of drugs and call it, oh, this ain't drugs. This is a performance-enhancing shot I'm Drug. giving you. <laughs> you know, I believe they call it a yeah, PED. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, a performance. This is going to make your performance way better. We we could do a whole episode on. Oh this. yeah, right. 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 you're never you're never gonna convince me because the only way to argue stop this argument, give me nine men well, that love to play the game. So, okay. So 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 now I'm gonna I'm gonna end it end it with this. Uh oh. Okay. All right, he's got the final uh, say. So boys, the coup de gras. The so, coup de gras. It is a fact that the steroids will make you bigger, faster, and stronger. Okay. We know that, right? Yep. So yep. I'll agree with all that. <laughs> so if okay. if you take somebody like Johnny D, for instance, okay, you give him a baseball bat and put a ball on a tee, he hits it maybe 150 feet, okay? That was pretty good. You give him steroids and let him work out for a year, then he's going to come to the tee and hit it 250 feet. Because he took steroids, not because he's any good, because he's not good. I was decent at baseball. Uh, the only thing I, 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 I agree with the theory behind it, like you're saying, because it, you know, but you still got to bring in the talent, okay? And and in my humble opinion, okay, it says 
I'll, get, I'll go to music. There is God-giving talent, okay? This person gets it. This clown over here don't get it. And then there's okay. auto-tune. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, look, and you can say, okay, this person has it. The okay. steroids of music. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, no. And then you say, okay, but well, what I'm going to do is, and, and this is a drug dealer, himself. okay, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just pump you full of this enhancement drug I just come up with. And you're going to be able to do all the wonderful things you that guy can. Ain't going to happen. So you're... <laughs> ain't going to happen. Mm. Right. Uh, so who was better, Ken Griffey or Barry Bonds? Uh, who's Ken Griffey? <laughs> you can't have this. Barry We're out. Barry Bonds, I know. Okay. Barry Bonds, steroids. Ken here's, Griffey, Here's Bonds. why this theory don't hold water, what y'all saying. Do you know how many people's in the home run club... And baseball's been playing for how many Which, years? What's the home run club? The home run club is all these people that have knocked home runs, and they're in the club. <laughs> 500, 500 plus. 500, 500, 500 plus. plus. Yes. Okay. I know how many people about are to in say, the club. I, I Try, say how, long is, how long has baseball been playing? A lot of Longer years. Than you. There's you, know 20, how many, you know how many people's in this home run club? 27. 500, yeah, 27. So, hey, y'all take that theory about the drug and flush it down your um, how good many, day. How many of them are from, <laughs> the, for, from the steroids? One, era? two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So, without drugs, there's only 19. I, I rest my case. It ain't but eight with drugs. Huh? But yeah, that's but because, drunk. But that's we're because about I rest my case. You were driving the Falcon down the hey, river when somebody I rest my case. <laughs> 19 that liked to play beat the eight that was drug enhancement. Yeah, that's just but the those, eight that those, aren't, eight aren't in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to assume that's because of but drugs. But those, yeah. those eight. Uh, we'll say seven. Those eight left 500 in the dust and got to six and 700. <laughs> yeah. This is also true. <laughs> 762 <laughs> uh, by Barry. Hey, should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, there. Barry Bonds? Oh, uh, yeah. He used to Hey, but hey, look here. Rules of the time. No, no. Hey, here's the hey, thing. No, no. How many did he knock before they even come up with this, this performance deal? A bunch. But you know what? A bunch. But you, you know what Barry Bonds okay. didn't have? Barry Bonds didn't have Omega XL. Thank you. There you go, baby. You didn't have 35 years of research and development. <laughs> working for you. Uh, That's look, working for you. We're up against the clock, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry we did not get into any of the emails at hello, hello at, at callroom.com. We will do it next time. But we'll do it next time. We appreciate y'all joining in. Look, I am interested. If you made it this far with us, I want to know. Drop a comment. Did steroids make baseball better? I got to know. Ken Griffey. We're out. Right. See y'all next week on the Hold Dark on. Card. We got huh? a Bible verse, man. Oh, we do. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you have Sorry. one? No. All I'm right. waiting on you. My dad emails me every day with a Bible verse, so we're going with that one today. Whoever dwells in the shadow of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Psalms 91, 2. No, 91, 1 and 2. And my dad said, staying close enough to God to rest in his shadow makes for a life of satisfaction and trust. So, Big Dave, thanks for the encouragement, That's my it. friend. Because, hey, the Almighty has a big, big, he's like Big John. He has a big, big shadow.
That's it. Rest in it. I like, I like, I like, I like old Big Dave. <laughs> That's it, boys.